Content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm back hosting another one, Loving That Sports Talk today. It's a great day out here in Phoenix, and I'm glad to be back here in the studio doing another one of these shows. We have a lot of guests on today. It's going to be a good show today. We will have John Sider. He's the founder of Greater Than, and he'll talk about a good thing that he got going on to help the kids health-wise and help some adults, you know, and some different things. So we have him on. We have a guest, Rudy Barker. He'll be on um, from Michigan. He'll talk about some great things he's doing out there in the um, city of Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. I know there's a lot of um, fans out there from Detroit listening. And we definitely like to give a shout out to one of my listeners that's going through some things. You know, we just like to know that, let her know that all our thoughts and prayers are going out to her, you know, sticking there, you know, you know, and God got your back, so don't worry. And we definitely got to give a shout out to Dorothy Cano out in Arlington, Texas. Shout out to you, Dorothy, and to your two boys, Kenny and Zach. Dorothy is hard working out there in Fort Worth. She's a listener. I didn't know she was one of my listeners till today, so. It's a good thing, Dorothy. If you're listening, shout out to you and your two boys. And like you said, keep doing a great job you're doing out there as a mom, a parent, as a, a great worker for the community. You know, if you ever want to call in, Dorothy, it's the line and we can have you on. So it's a lot we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, NBA, what's going on with the NBA, all the Lakers getting kicked out of the finals finally, um, new teams in there that's going to just, it's, it's good to have different teams in there now. You know, we'll have the same old teams in the playoffs that we see, you know, winning it and all that. So it'll be good for that. And then definitely we're going to get into a little bit of baseball and then the NFL lockout. You know, I know a lot of people tired of hearing about the NFL lockout, but, you know, there's nothing going on. <laughs> you know, everybody like, well, what's going on? There's nothing. Basically, um, the talks between the players and owners, it's going nowhere. You know, it's the same old thing every week. You know, and I sit down every week and talk to some of my friends about, you know, how can players and on the fight with so much money, you know, they fight over nine billion, you know, and we as, you know, normal people, we fight over nine dollars every day, you know, so but it's kind of funny, you know, but hopefully they'll get it worked out and we get things get going on there. There, there will be a football season, definitely there will be a football season this year, won't be a lockout. You know, for I don't think for the whole season. 
I think by the first two preseason games, they won't, you know, have. But after that, I think your owners and the players will come together and and work this thing out, you know, because football is America's sport. Uh, we all out there. We love to watch it, you know. I know a lot of ladies love to watch it, love to watch the men's in a tight uniform. So shout out to the ladies out there that like to watch football, the gentlemen's in a tight. You know what? I might even get back in a uniform and go out there. So some women look at Nah, well, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, um, it would be great. So any callers want to call in and talk about, you know, the NFL thing, I'll be more than happy to talk about it, you know, tell you what I know from, you know, from different things, hearing from players, you know, getting emails back and forth. So, you know, I'll tell you what I know, tell you how far it's going, you know, and we go from there. But we want to start off with the NBA. You know, the Lakers finally got pushed out of it, finally, you know, and um, a lot of people were saying it. A lot of people are saying that uh, they got a problem going on, you know, with that, you know. So, you know, when when you have a team that's been been together for so many years, sooner or later, there's going to be a time where you have to break it up. And different things you have to change and, you know, and change different things around. Players, sometimes your players, you know, you got to, you know, get new players in there, new coaches, um, you know. The thing about it with is you got Kobe that's getting a little older and you definitely got Phil Jackson that wanna retire. So, you know, you gotta look at those aspects. You gotta bring younger guys around and you see most of the teams that's coming up, the Memphis, Grizzly, they got these young players, you know. And when you have the young players, you know, they they seem to have less injuries and all that. Less injuries and and, and more quicker than the uh, older guys. You know, uh, you got Chicago, you know, where I'm from, Derrick Rose, you know. He's great, you know, and he's young and he's carrying the Bulls on. So if you look at it, you got these younger teams that's younger players, don't get me wrong, younger players that, um, just doing great, great things, you know. You have the older players says, you know, just uh, I'm kind of repeating myself now. Isn't it? It's kind of crazy now, you know, because when I get to talking basketball, most of I'm I'm from the Jordan area, so it's kind of new to me when you see these younger players coming up and doing great, and you still have the older players still trying to play. You know, I get hats off to a friend of mine, um, Theo Rattler. He's with the Lakers, um, 16 years in the NBA. You know, if you get 16 years in the NBA, that is great. You know, great with, you know, having your career go that long and then great with just having yourself being set for life, you know, do different things, you know, take care of his family. Great family, man, you know. So hats off to you, Theo, you know, all the years you had in the NBA. And I hope you can go another couple more years, you know. Hopefully you'll get your ring, you know, before you retire. So those kind of those kind of guys you take your hats off, you know. They've been in the league that long and still can contribute, you know, if not on the court. But off the court, you know, to help the younger players stay out of trouble, you know. And, and that's what sports is about today, you know. And I look at all these athletes, you know, that, that you know, they're getting in trouble, you know. they don't, But they need these older guys to teach them, you know. You have to stay out of trouble, you know, because trouble will find you when you're in that limelight of, of sports or any kind of entertainment thing where your name is pretty big. A lot of people try, you know, get in fights with you in your club or, you know, pick a thing so they could sue you or 
you know. So, you know, that's when these older players are great for a team. You know, you might have one or two on there. You might have that can help these younger players, you know, decide, you know, their life better. You know. So, you know, I just got a, a email from one of uh, my listeners telling me to talk about the incident with Andrew Bynum when he um, knocked over the one player and got an attentional foul. You know, um, the Lakers were frustrated, you know, when you have a team like that where you're supposed to win, players get frustrated and, you know, when their emotion come out on the court, you know, the foul was unnecessary. I do agree with it. He was suspended for five games. Um, and it's going to come out of his pocket next year. Five, five games will cost him 700000 you know, which the money don't mean unto these players. I mean, it do, but it don't. But as they say, the, um, the young guy, he could have been hurt and it could have ended his career. So, you know, he apologized, which is good, you know, but you, you, there's some things you can do and some things you can't do. And what he did was unacceptable in the world of sports. I mean, sports or anything. And you see our younger kids, to see that happening, that's not good for them, you know. So... Andrew Bynum, you know, I know it's get heated on the court, but, you know, to my, my listener that sent me the email, you know, it's not sportsmanlike ship. And, um, you know, I know things happen, but, you know, what you say, you apologize, and luckily the gentleman wasn't hurt, so you move on from it. You know, most of the media take it where they overanalyze it, as you would say, and, you know, make a big thing out of it, you know. He apologized, the young... The young man accepted his apology, so what you say, you move on. The Lakers move on to next year, and this gentleman, he moved on to another series and get to play for the championship. So to my list call out there, you know, sportsmanship is the key, and as you get become older, you learn it more, that you accept it and you accept the game, you know, get your temper under control, and, you know, hey, you'll be a better person. That's how I look at it, you know. So what we say to you guys out there, any other calls? You know, when I was playing in the NFL, you know, we used to get upset with the other defensive backs that used to talk smack to us. You know, when we drop a ball, it's like, you know, you'll never catch a ball on me, you know. I kind of look like Teo, Terrell Orange, you know, when he get out there start talking to the defensive back, they talk smack back and forth. But then when you see a defensive back do a cheap shot when the receiver um, not looking, that's unacceptable, those things like that. But, you know, it's the heat of the moment. You know, if you catch the ball, then that's when you, you know, tackle him hard, then you talk smack. But, you know, you can hurt that gentleman, paralyze him, or get an injury where that's his career and how he make money to take care of his family. So as I look at it now, I say, you know, keep your, your anger under control with inside the rules of the game. That's my advice to you. So if inside the rules of the game, no problem. If outside the rules of the game, there's a problem because that's not how the game's supposed to be played. So to my other caller, I got a caller saying, uh, will the NFL lockout have a problem with the salaries? Only thing that's having a problem with the rookies, uh, what they're trying to do is cut the rookies' salary down, the ones that just was drafted. Because most of the rookies was getting paid fifty some 
million just to sign, you know, and that's where they was trying to get a level on. And I, I agree with that because you have somebody that's coming in having proven themselves and making more than a, a veteran that's been there 10 years. You know, that's just not fair. So what they're trying to do is get an average salary that they pay them, and then when they prove themselves, then they can see to make that money, which is good. Because if you had a normal job, they ain't coming to pay you more than somebody that's making, that's been there longer, and they're going to pay you more. Unless you're just old school, you just ain't doing your job. But anyway, so what we say to that is, um, yeah, they will cut that salary down, and um, rookies won't make that much until they prove themselves. Maybe one or two years in the league, see how they play. You know, sometimes you get a rookie that don't even play for two years. And they're making all that money sitting on the bench. And you got these other guys out there busting their butt and making all this money. And I know you agree with me out there, Carlos, about that one. Because you got somebody that's sitting on their butt making all the money. And you're out there sweating, giving all your heart, playing, doing an injury. It's tough to sit back and, you know, and, and accept them as one of your teammates, you know. So that will change. Um, other thing that will change, they will not go to an 18-game season. It's not going to happen this year, and I don't think it ever happened. So don't look for that, you know. Football won't be that much longer. Won't be no 18-game season. Um, another thing that will change is they're going to work on the head injury thing. That's a good thing, you know. we got to have safety with these guys, you know. As I was told, you know, after I got done playing, they always say, have you had a lot of head injury? Because you're kind of crazy. So, you know, <laughs> I hear that now. So it's kind of funny, you know, they hear that. So, you know, people are saying, you know, these head injuries, you don't notice it till when your career is over with, you know, life going on and different things start happening to you health-wise. So it's kind of important that they protect the players now so further that, so they can maybe further their career maybe a year or two and then maybe further their life, you know, just, you know, they, you know, give all our prayers to Dave Durson, you know. Um, all that he's done for football and what he did to have him study his brain. So I'd like to give a hat off for that, Dave, you know, for what he did. So, you know, what we're going to do now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the head injuries, and then we'll have our caller online and speak to you guys. So this is James Loving, and we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the Internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm back host from Loving That Sports Talk. And my caller, Rudy, have called in. Rudy, are you there? Yes, I am, brother. How you doing today, Rudy? I need to complain. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody. You know what? I'll listen for the next forty-five minutes. After that, I'll be like, "You got to go back in here, don't okay, I got my own problems. Today's <laughs> <laughs> days all right. I'm still here. I'm up. I'm at the school still, actually. Okay. You know, so if somebody busts in here, it's the, it's the children. I'm I'm with them constantly, twenty-four-seven. Well, you I'm know, in my office right now. Well, you know what, Rudy Barker? Go ahead and tell the caller list a little bit about yourself out there. Well, I don't like talking about myself, man. Ask me some questions. I'm a, I'm a man of many talents. I reside in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I'm 55 years young. I'm a proud father of nine. I still have children here. I'm a single parent now. My wife had the last children and left me. Matter of fact, she's in Arizona. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I raised the boys to the 11, beautiful children. Uh, I, comedian and press, I imitate over 150 voices. I'm a living history, history performer. I portray Martin Luther King for over 25 years. I also teach anger management, conflict resolution in the Detroit public schools. I get the worst of the worst, uh, teaching them how to give them the schools, the tools and, and skills that's needed to effectively manage their emotions and behaviors. People don't understand that, brothers and sisters don't understand that our children are trained to be violent. So we have to untrain them how to be um, nonviolent, like Dr. King and like uh, Gandhi, some of the greatest uh, examples in the world. Also, teach uh, have different programs. I belong to a program called Deactivate the Hate, mm-hmm. and I teach African American history, theater, and comedy, and also the roles of the backup players. You know, people like the roadies, the lights, the sounds, the engineers, giving them skills. Because everybody can't be on the forefront. Like where you work at, you got engineers, producers, that sort of thing. So that's been working pretty well. 
you know, just need to get some more grant money or somebody to help us to keep in the, you know, keep keep, it, keep the hope alive. You got to have some money, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I was talking to my cousin. He was telling me a little about Can I tell him, I've seen you play football. I've seen you play ball. So what's happening, Mr. Loving? <laughs> oh, you're not much. You know what? And you said you don't like talking about yourself. I'll, I'll be hey, when you see you don't like talking about yourself. That would be great, won't well, it? You have to promote yourself <laughs> like you promote yourself. You know, sometimes it's necessary. So you say, well, you actually talk about myself. I can blow my own horn. Okay. <laughs> because sometimes you blow your own horn. Mm, he's so conceited. He's so arrogant, you know, so it's a thin line between being arrogant and promoting yourself. So. Right. And, you actually, I accommodated you. <laughs> and, 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 and like I say, you got a program that helps kids. But you know what, uh, Rudy, don't don't go away. Stay on there because I got a call on the line. John Snyder, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good. How are you, James? All right. You out there in Chicago, right? You close by, Rudy. Yeah, we're already. I'm already in Chicago. Detroit, unless you they got these trains. They're able to get up there, get us there in about three hours. I guess that's people trying to get to Chicago from Detroit in three hours. I don't think people from Chicago are trying to come to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, John. Well, John is uh, like my callers. I told him at the beginning of the show. John is the founder of Greater Than Coconut Water. Um, great thing, you know. John, go ahead and talk about it, and then um, I'll tell him what I, you know I did. And and Rudy, if you have a question for him, go ahead. Listen in. Go ahead, John. Okay. okay yeah. So Greater Than uh, is it started by my brother and I. We're out of Chicago, Illinois, and what we did is we we learned about the health benefits of coconut water, the actual liquid in a young coconut, and its high electrolyte content. And we thought someone could make a a healthier, more natural, and better sports or hydration drink using coconut water. Um, essentially, that was the goal. So we took coconut water, uh, we enhanced it with some additional natural ingredients to make a, a better hydrator. Um, we call it Greater Than. Uh, we think it's an inspiring message and it works well with, uh, with the sporting world and athletics. And uh, we've been at it here in Chicago for about nine months. First day in the market was uh, July 30th. So this Where do you get summer. the coconuts from? The coconuts. They, uh, the coconut water, it can come from really any tropical climate, warm climate. In our case right now, it, the coconut water comes from Thailand. Okay. Sounds interesting. And this, this drink is very good for kids. Tell them about it, John, how it can help them with the sports activity, what they do. So it's great. It's a great source of hydration because, one, it's natural. So there's no artificial colors, no artificial ingredients, no preservatives. Two, it's uh, low in sugar. Um, you know, compared to a leading sport drink, it'll have, it has less than half the sugar. It's six grams in an eight-ounce serving and 15 in a whole bottle. It's a 20-ounce bottle. It's also about half the calories. There's 70 calories in a 20-ounce bottle, which is also low calorie, um, 30 calories in a serving. Um, and it's higher in electrolytes, you know, electrolytes being what you lose in sweat, potassium, magnesium, calcium, sodium, chloride. It's higher in that content, which makes it more hydrating. So it's really, uh, there, there's really no comparison. Um, it's, it's greater than the rest. That's, that's not like something the kids out there can use, isn't it, Rudy? Uh, I don't know if they got kids already hyped. <laughs> <laughs> 
utilize something that's positive for the children um, because, you know, health is important. I think that's why sometimes in the, in the uh, more, well, from the ghetto, I'm from the ghetto. I grew up in the Brewster Project, the same place for Darren Rockson and uh, Joe Lewis and Johnny Davis, who, matter of fact, assistant coach of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies right now. So, yeah, most definitely nutrition is important. Uh, we kind of took all the pop machines and soda machines out of the schools because a few years ago, I teach Angry Manson. I work with some of the kids, and I saw so what I do is I watch their behavior from 8 o'clock to 12 o'clock. They used to pump, get the water, the, the fruit water, and the juices in the pots, and the candy potatoes, and then they have that cocaine crash, as they can tell them. And then from, from 12 o'clock on that shoe crash, uh, hit them, hit them, uh, hit them, and they just be out, they, they ready to sleep, or they'd be real evil or acceptable to fighting. Right. You know, anger, because they have that, that shoe crash. And, and yours don't have that sugar in it, do it, John? No, it does not. Uh, it, it tastes great too. It's it's really, you know, it's, when it comes to getting, uh, you know, kids, young athletes to drink a healthier beverage, um, you know, that, they're not so interested in the healthy beverage. So that's why hopefully, you know, greater than is a cool name, it's a cool logo, and then the taste is there, and uh, they'll like it anyways. So you know, you sometimes you tell a young athlete it's healthy, and, and they're not interested. But in this case, uh, we think we've got we've got something that works for them. Oh, I'm drinking one right now to tell you the truth, John. Okay, <laughs> it'll taste. Re- oh, really good. I went through two of them. You know, I'm gonna get his number and every information from him because he got some, you know, some of them pee wee leagues and some of those in, those 15 to 16 football leagues up here. Right. And it might be something the coaches might be interested. I don't know. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm a. Uh, you know me. I'm about being healthy now. Like I said, if I'd known this when I was playing to, to, to do this healthy stuff, you know, I could yeah. probably been longer. Without eating a bunch of junk all the time. Exactly. And that's why I was telling John, this would be great for him to come on and tell people then. You know, go ahead, John. Give them the information on how they can get in touch with Sure. Um, well, is it, right now, Greater Than, the website's drinkgt.com. Uh, drink is in drink and G for greater T is and then it's available on Amazon.com. So it's available anywhere in the country through, through Amazon.com. Um, and as far as actual retail locations, it's, it's only sold in the Chicagoland market to this point. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll be expanding through the Midwest um, with success in the near future. Um, but contact control info is, you know, drinkgt.com, available on Amazon.com, uh, called Greater Than. And, uh, you know, my brother Sounds and I, good. so all, all of our info is on the website. Yep. And like I said, John, hopefully you'll be one of my sponsors for my event in Chicago. You yeah, know? looking forward to it. Yep, definitely. And we'd we like to have this drink out there for all the players and the NFL players to be there. That'd be a greater than That'd moment. That'd be great publicity for them, huh? Yes, it would, Definitely. The word of mouth is the best thing. I wish I had some because if I had some, I would do it in different voices. Tell me how, how great it is because I do commercials for different um, sponsors and for different businesses to uh, promote their products. Right. I'm already thinking about something for, with the President Obama's uh, Loving Your Water. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, great. Bill, Loving Your Water, Muhammad Ali. What's the name of your water again? Greater Than. Greater Than? Greater Than. Greater Than. Yep. I can't hardly hear him. Well, I, I got this email stuff. I'll shoot it to you. I know you do. I know you do. 
Okay. I was gonna do a, I was gonna do a little voice for him, uh, uh, gonna promote his stuff, but I'll do it the next time. All right, John. Thanks for calling in, John. We'll definitely have you on again, and um, we gotta get that thing going in Chicago. Sounds good, James. All right. Check it, John. All right. Nice to talk to you. Be greater than. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, Rudy. Sounds great, uh, James. It really is. Um, actually, How long you been knowing that brother? I've been knowing him for about five, six months. Oh, wow, he's from yeah. the Chattown area, huh? From Chicago, Chattown. Well, we got two minutes before we go to break. Go on and give us a little uh, Howard Cosell. Martin Luther uh, King. I got Martin Luther King. He's living now here. He'll, he'll promote my program called Deactivate the Hate. He'll sound something like this. We must deactivate the hate before it's too late. Don't clear hate, but participate. Congratulate and motivate, so you can graduate and help to make the world a better place. So that silence the violence, that increase the peace at home, in school, and in the street. That freedom ring, don't do the stupid thing. We must learn to live together as brothers or die together as fools. We must deactivate the hate, my brothers and sisters, before it's too late. Because I still have a dream. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've already said it. Yeah, Martin, Martin came yeah. alive for a minute, so. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with I him. Guess I've been doing Martin King for 20, 25 years, and I do the whole thing. Speeches, play production. I come and give lectures on the civil rights movement from the 1955 to 1968. And actually, it's funny. I do 150 voices. I'm known for doing Martin King, but Martin King died on my birthday. And uh, so it was destined for me to do this. I have to. I have a dream speech, the mountaintop speech, the strong major instinct speech, desire eulogy. Why Jesus called a man a fool and a knock at midnight. Here we go. All of them are excellent speech. A lot of folks are just familiar with. The I have a dream speech, but some of those other speeches that I meant, mentioned are some of the greatest speeches that you ever want to hear. I advise my brothers and sisters to check it out. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll talk about how your kids, how y'all help these kids when they're in sports and they got so many anger problems. So when we come back, we'll get your um, advice on that. And this is James Lovin, and I'm hosting No One and Loving That Sports Talk. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports have we got a high energy all access sports show for you it's outside the huddle starring lemond williams each week join lemond as he takes callers discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. 
Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, by host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Rudy on the line. Rudy, you didn't leave me, did you? No, I'm here, brother. That's what I like. Rearrange. You know what we? You know what? You know my shows. I like. You know, I love to talk about kids. How we can help kids. You know, if, if it's sports, if it's not sports, off the field, life skills, or we can talk. You know, and I know you do a great thing out there in Michigan. You know, you have an anger program. You know, where go ahead, explain it to the listeners what you was telling okay, me. Okay, I work with two programs. My own program is deactivate the hate. That's a program mm-hmm. where I use entertainment in order to entertain and educate the children at the same time. I use my comedy and humor as well as African-American history and life skills training for my time being living in the Brewster and Jeffrey Housing Projects here and give the students perspective on how to control their tempers, which is necessary to survive and be successful in the 21st century. program includes peace training intertwined with uh, peace relaxation techniques. See, a lot of children have never been trained how to be peaceful and quiet, how to sit still. So because our children are like that now, educators, like, I run into a lot of educators, I'm not supposed to be no babysitter, but people forget when we were teachers, when we were young, our teachers did everything for us. Yeah. And that's something the parents have to also, a lot of people ask them, what's wrong with our children? There's nothing wrong with our children. The brain falls upon us because we dropped the ball. The children are born in the world knowing nothing. And everything they see, they emulate. And it's always, you can do 95% of good stuff. Children always remember the 5% that you did wrong, right? Right. So it's up to us to know that they're watching us. So these programs we got designed is to help them, give them the skills that they need in order to be successful in the survival and growth in the 21st century. I also work with a guy that you're probably familiar with, Blaine Smith. Yep. He was an All-American at Purdue. He played for Green Bay. The Jets in Cleveland back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Now, he's my partner in crime with this program. It's Blaine Smith and Associates. We have a program called Student Personal Development Program. And same thing, we teach conflict resolution and violence prevention training in Detroit public schools and in some of the other public schools around the country. And we have like different modules. Like we have one just teaching about peer pressure, your attitude equates success, attitude and conflict, anger management, character development, dealing with stress anti-bullying and cyber-bullying. So all these programs that we have kind of helps what or helps these children grow because our children are our future. Sometimes it looks like it's rather bleak, but I always always look at the glass being half full versus Mm -hmm. being half empty. Yeah, you know know, what? They had a a program on television last night that was the same in Detroit 
that was ran by Dan Ruffin, but they always talk about all the negative things, but you never hear about all the children that's got straight A's. One of my daughters got $250,000 scholarship two years ago for the 10 Wayne State. Um, we have countless children around here that's doing the good thing, but you don't hear about that. And that's something I'm kind of upset about. But I guess I'm accustomed to that, but I'm trying to get the media to start dwelling on some of the good versus always the bad. You're right, and, and you said the key thing, that the children are the future, and we all can look at that and, like you say, help them with these programs. We didn't have any program, like you say, when we were growing up. You know, we were just pushed through. So, you no, know. We got, beat, we, we got beat down by the teachers. Yeah, How they yeah. call it child abuse and back we, in the day was beautiful. Rudy, you remember? We never had no program then. Yeah. We, Rudy, we used you to know? go in there and get a paddle, remember? By the principal. Why right. the football yeah. coach to tell you off? Yeah. You didn't have nothing to say. Because your father came up there, he used the football coach beat your father up too. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rudy, I'm going to change it real quick. It's Monday okay. Night Football. Howard Cosell on the thing. Um, Dallas is playing the Eagles. Give us that. You, Howard Cosell. Hello, folks. This is Harry Cosell, along with Denny Don Murdoch. And tonight we bring Jill exclusive Ain't Big Safe. Live coverage Monday Night Football. The Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Tell me, Howard, how do you feel? Wait a minute. A good friend of mine, three-time excellent champion of the world, is coming to booth Muhammad Ali. And tell him, Muhammad, how do you feel? I feel great. I feel just like I look. I like that boy that plays with Philadelphia, the wide receiver. His name is James Lovin. He's the greatest wide receiver of all time. <laughs> Don't get carried away, Muhammad. Jay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, can you, can you give us uh, Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> I am I am my spice knife. Am I on the James Levin show? <laughs> I thought it was Dr. Fields. I changed my ways. <laughs> this is President Obama. We must have change. <laughs> if you want change, first of all, I want you to do this. Go into your house. Don't say anything. But look in your couch. And nine times out of ten, you look in your couch, you will find change. Give me Mike Tyson. You got to give me a Mike Tyson. I just did Mike Tyson. I am, I am Mike Tyson. I want to put I, I put my boxing gloves on. Everybody's going to be a whole society. I'm going to be a whole society. It's going to be ludicrous. It's going to be ludicrous, James. It's going to be ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. we gonna get you with some more, but I gotta get back to. Well, we, we'll get back, man. I ain't going nowhere. You call me anytime. Matter no. of fact, let's get together and do some, do some, go and come there and and and, and work with the children that you got from those workshops. Got some, some anger management and some conflict resolution workshops. Yeah. Along with having some fun, teach comedy and impressions too. Right, really. I have so a question. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. If you sitting there and you hear all my young listeners out there. Give them a couple of advice of what you'll give them, you know, some advice. Give me two. Some advice for children? Yeah. For, I'll call them kids because yeah. kids are ghosts. Yeah. We have to be careful in why we say, we ever say, the kids, the kids, the kids. And I said, Barker, you two heads. I said, I'm a comedian. I come with this. Kids are ghosts, right? It reminds me of the same thing that happened when the European Americans brought us over here as slaves. They called us a lot of different names other than what, what our names were. And because they could treat us subhuman or make us subhuman, they didn't make no difference how they treated us. Same thing happens with us with our children. Like I said, I've been doing this. I've been a father for 33 years. I'm the oldest and nine. I raised my brothers and sisters. I've been around children all my life. I'm 55. I study this. And 
I don't even address the children by their first names in the school. I treat them by their last names, training them, getting them ready to become adults. Right. Because they're young, they're the little people. And when we talk to call them kids, you see educators do this. Call them kids. I kind of call them kids. Kids are adults. They are children or little people. If we teach, treat them as such and train them as such, they will grow up as such. Does that make any sense, Jane? It does. I mean, I, I agree with you. I totally agree. You know, and it's hard, but it's hard once you, you know, we've been calling them kids for a long, long, long time. And to change that verbiage to change it from children, to, from kids to children is hard. But it's something I make a, a point to do because I think it's important. I, like I say, uh, all the children here, I don't call them by their first name. I call them by their last name but, because your last name is your most important name. You don't care about James. Right. But people name James. What's, what's more important is loving. Mm. On the back of your football jersey, it says mm. loving, and it says James. That's why I tell them, so their last name is important. So I teach them that they're giving them the respect because they're kings and queens. And that's where African-American history comes in with them also. Why do children don't understand the history so it doesn't give them the basis on why they need to be doing what they're doing? Okay. Two, a few years ago, we're getting children for us trying to read, trying to learn how to read. We walked the My kids, my forefathers walked the streets. You know, Martin Luther King and them died for us to have our freedoms. And what we're doing, we're throwing it away. Yeah. So that's, that's our fault because we haven't inculcated it in our children enough for them to understand. This is why you got to go to school to take care of yourself, you can take care of your family become an important member of society and because people have, have died for you to have these rights. We are standing on the shoulders of our ancestors. You know, I got serious now, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's, that's funny. My daughter always say, Dad, I ain't no kid no more. I'm like, well, you know? And they're not. They're you ladies. Yeah, they're boys. Yeah. But you know, that's the, that's, women, kings, that's still going to be my baby, though. My little baby, though. Oh, yeah. You know that. It's always going to be my I little got, baby. Hey, I got so many babies. But you know what? I got a lot of children, but I took care of all of them. I'm taking care of them now, and I'm proud of that. That's my greatest accomplishment. Mm. I haven't been trying to get uh, financial gains because you never, you don't take none of this stuff with you. You yeah. never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. But you know. So what's important is love. Yeah. And peace. You know, and unity and harmony. The things that Dr. King and Gandhi and. And some of the other great leaders, you know, we, you know, a lot of folks, where is our king at? We can already have king. We already had Jesus. We both look at their examples and learn from and emulate some of the principles. Yeah. And you are right, though. You know, like I say, kids got to know that education is important, really. You know, mm -hmm. and no matter, everybody wants it. Is, and it comes, and it, it comes from all of us. All of us oh. get together. Put our little beans. Somebody put some beans in the pot. Somebody put some meat in the pot. Somebody put some carrots and onions. You know, it's just like, that's how it's supposed to be. Everything say it takes a village to raise a family. It ain't just talk if everybody do what they're supposed to do or do what they can do. Right. You know, so right now, I, mean, I work in the school sometimes. I volunteer. I volunteer probably over 44 or 5 years in some of the worst schools here in Detroit. And people say, why do you do it? I say, because I can. God has made a way. I go make enough money to last me two or three years. I mean, I can sit back and just volunteer because it's not no money here. So I truly miss out on the message because the money, if I perform so much doing marketing for free, yeah. it's not free because if I open my hands, something come back into it. And so many children I have kept out of jail and out of juvenile. I go work with people, with some of the brothers and sisters in the prisons, some of the, some of the boys and girls that's up here in the, in the juvenile detention homes. And I see some of these children two and three or four years later, they remember me and someone say, well, I should have listened to you. And someone say, hey, I'm glad that I did listen to you. 
and it makes me feel so good. So I can't wait till I come up and be able to work with you um, in the near future. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Right, you know what? You just like when I got you your phone call today, just made my day. You know, and I know. Well, when I got my your phone call, heard for you, it made my day too. And I said, God, who's telling me something? Yeah. Some, I'm gonna meet somebody from Chicago. And Sean, my cousin, called me and said, I got somebody I want to talk to. He in Arizona. Yeah. He grew up with me. What are you talking about? I'm going to say Dwayne Wade at first, because Wade from Robbins, too, right? Yeah, yeah, Dwayne from Robbins, yeah. Right, yeah. So I guess it's time for us to hook up and start doing some stuff. You know what, Ruby? We got one minute for commercial. Go ahead and take us out with a voice for our commercial. Give us somebody's voice. I don't know, brother. You got to be thinking about this... About, I tell you one thing, James. When we get together, it's going to be like Dick Vitale, say, baby. It's going to be unbelievable, baby. Derek Rose from Chicago, one of those valuable players with the PTP, baby. Prime time player. That was Dickie V, wasn't it? Dickie V, yes. Dick Vitale. Dick Vitale. Well, this is James Lovey <laughs> with my guest, Rudy Barker. And you, I don't know who else over here with Rudy. He got so many voices. <laughs> hey, I feel you, Mr. Yeah, I flagship station for sports voice america sports looking for a top show about horse racing and handicapping looking to play the ponies join us every week for winning ponies with ed meyer this show is the perfect complement to the winning ponies website where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys trainers agents and handicappers in the world of horse racing listen for top plays for the weekend in the spot play of the week and win prizes just for listening winning ponies with ed meyer is live thursdays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on the voice america sports network we some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love. I'm back with Loving That Sports Talk. And I'd just like to give a definite shout out to John Sider, my guest that was on today in the Greater Than Water. 
it's, it's a great product, and, you know, I'm glad to have them on to talk about it and anything to be healthy for the kids and sports. And with all the people like me, you know, sports, I'm back in the gym. So the shout-out to John and Dorothy. I know y'all did listen large to Texas. And Dorothy, say hello to Kenny and Zach for me while you're out there. And another Susan, I know Susan listening. I know she right there listening, texting me, talking about, hey, talk about this. So, you know, Susan and all the other people out there. My listener has been following me, Jim. Thank you, Jim. And everybody in Chicago. I can keep going, right, Rudy? So I just yep. want to thank everybody out there listening. I love you anyway. Yeah. And, and encourage me for what I'm doing and keeping me focused, you know. And I get texts at uh, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle, you know. And she know that. And, every, you know, just everybody. My mom, my dad, they're listening right now. My mom, I try to get her on today. She's like, boy, don't get me on that, that, that thing again. You know. <laughs> So I love you know, my mom. Moms dad. always be shy. And, and they get you in, into their house. And some on the radio, moms usually be kind of shy. And I can't forget my baby, Mercedes. She's listening now. So, you know, dad love her. So, but really, you know, this is in our last segment. Like I say, you, you asked me on break what we're going to talk about. I want to surprise you because I want to hear what you got to say. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Detroit would never, ever be better than Chicago, sports or anything. As far as what? Y'all anything. 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 Y'all beat us in violence. That's all right. Unemployment. That's all right. Man, ain't nobody got no job up here. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why the violence is up to us. Unemployment is one of the reasons. That's one of the excuses criminals use for the violence. Why well, ain't got nothing? But, but if I we, might as well take something. But if we, I was telling people that yesterday, I was telling my preacher at, the preacher at church, but it's harder to keep what you get now than it is to get it. Right, but if it you but if you appreciate but if you appreciate what you got, then other things will come to you. But if you say, "Well, oh, I ain't got yeah, this or that," you know, for the day, right? Ain't nobody promised tomorrow. But but like you said, we teach the kids now that you know how it is to work, get education. They will have a job. You know, well, that's right, and that's what I tell them. If you don't work now, chances are you won't work later. Exactly, you won't. So when you come to school. This job, I treat it. I treat it. I tell them this is a job. When I first lined it up and teach them peace, um, uh, meditation techniques, like I say, nobody's ever taught our children, our children ripping and running. And then if you don't teach your children, guess what? The world, the streets will. Yeah. All this, all the technology we got now, it's a good thing, but in a way it's kind of a hindrance because people will single parent, like they work, they work all day. Say, for instance, a mom or a dad like me work all day. When I get out, it wasn't for my stamina and take care of myself, I wouldn't have the energy to take care of the children. You know, go through that homework instead of them watch, staying in front of PlayStation or instead of them being in front of the television all day and all night. And those images that they see on TV do but, but affect them. But you know I had a conversation with a couple of people last week about the violent video games that fed our children. They yeah. talked with me and told me, no, I was crazy and this and that. I say, look, man, I've watched these children's attitudes change from playing Grand Theft Auto and watching wrestling football, watching it over and over, eight and nine, ten hours without eating, and when they when they stop playing, they want to fight with each other. Um, so I know that it affects them. Well, you know what? Anyway, we stand- they they made all these games. Like I tell people, when we when I was younger, we went out in the street and played pickup baseball, football. But now the situation they got PlayStation so Three. They got PlayStation. It's so and, crazy now. Yeah. Children don't have the freedom to do that no more. No, because they got. You know, it. They used to go out, just go out, and hang out, and t- used to go out and hang out until 
to the street lights came on. Yeah. Now you scared for your child to go to the store by themselves. Yeah, but you know what? All the kids are sitting there on that couch playing that PlayStation 3 or they got the Xbox. They don't need to go out and right. play sports because sports right there on the TV. It's so live, right. light, you know? So they like, I know we didn't have that, so we went out and was on the street with a softball. <laughs> but you know, I was know. watching the Rock the other day. What's this with them jumping off the ladders, hitting each other with chairs and axes and... <laughs> This is not crazy, man. Yeah. We used to watch Dick the Bruiser and Uncle Hogan or whatever we're yeah. coming up, man. Nah. The cats jumping off a ladder. Yeah. I seen one cat. They had somebody had a, a, a baseball bat or a bat or something. They hit each other over the head with chairs. And I'm sure to be emulating that, thinking that they can't get hurt because they're watching it on TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You know, you know, same thing with... Same thing with the, I guess, same thing with the, the skateboards. He's coming on them, on the, all those uh, X games. So we didn't really have to watch the children what they do. Cause they always emulate something that's negative. I'm not saying it's negative as far as the sport is concerned. Some of them, but they're dangerous. Yeah, but they're not doing anything for themselves. Basketball, we took a 20-inch rim and put it on the backboard and played basketball. Mm -hmm. Our skateboard, we made them ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> well, you know how it was. We were was, was crazy, too, now. Yeah. I used to be a gymnast, so I yeah. know I tried to go back somersault back in 70, I was on a gymnast team, and I was wearing 210 pounds, I was a gymnast, I used to tumble, I used to tumble in between the Pistons games at Cobo Hall, but, uh, so I, yeah, that's why some of my friends said, you ever really talking about this man? You used to dive off a roof and yeah. stuff, I say, yeah. yeah. But I ain't had no damn hey, my, my nickname, my nickname, I, heard, I hate to say this, but listen, my nickname was Cricket. Cause I used to just jump over okay. gates and but we're going to keep that to ourselves, all right, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling, man. I'm going to tell you. Tell, I'm going to tell. <laughs> I, like you say, that's how we used to have fun, jumping over gates. Yeah. And, you know and what I'm saying? Jump on the, on the back of the bus and yeah. rack on the bus, get to get a rack two or three blocks. Within the snow? Throwing, throwing tires down the freeway, yeah. not knowing what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know well, about the crazy stuff. But my mom had that extension cord. She used to always quote First Corinthians fifteen thirty one: Do not be misled. Bad associations spoil useful habits. And that's why I'm here fifty five and ain't been to jail and here doing well. Trying yeah. to be a father, and, and that's the discipline is what kept me straight. Because right. I live in an area where I grew up with over five hundred people that died in my. And, you know, died, my peers that got killed that died mm -hmm. violently. So I'm not talking from something I read. I'm talking from experience. Yeah. I had a nephew I just buried three years ago. She got shot in the neck. Sean's cousin, too. Wow. Got shot in the neck. He passed. And my best friend got shot in the back five times in 83. He's a genius. Got caught, got caught up with the, when the crack cocaine came over here. Yeah. Over, over the United States. So as I say, once again, I'm speaking from experience of where to teach these children about peer pressure, how to control the anger before it controls them, about exactly. their self-esteem, and your options if you don't control your anger. Because right. they got some place for you. They call it jail, prison, or the grave. Exactly. Well, we only got a few minutes. First, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, I almost didn't forget, but Julie out in Chicago, all she's done for the organization, helping kids out there. and You know, hats off to Julie, you know, what she's doing, putting that program together for me. Two minutes, you can I know. Give you my number for everybody. Give my number so yeah. if anybody want to interested in getting with me, they can. Go ahead. You got two minutes, and you can do a imitation. My number is three one three five zero six one two eight zero. That's five three one three five zero six twelve eighty. And my email is Rudy R U D Y four four five six at yahoo dot com. My website. I had one up the people I was working with. They tripped on me and they took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Double busy. 
Anyway, owe me, they owe me three thousand. I'm gonna give them a shout out, brothers and Jimmy. You owe me three grand. I, I still love you. <laughs> Go ahead, take us out. I ain't to fight with him. Go ahead, take us out, really, with a voice. Tell us who the voice is. Uh, I'm not gonna. I was just doing. That was Rudy just then. I, like I said, I do so many voices, but I'll end with this: Freezer rocks from Black Complexion, and our fortress nature's claim. Spreading waves of a friction, blowing black and white the same. Why so tall as to reach the pole or to feel she understand? I must be judged by my soul. The mind is a standard of a man. And you know, people, that's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that's peace. And Carl, listen out there, that's really Barker. So, uh, you know what? Thanks for being a guest on my show. We definitely want to give you a You have a good one. People, Chat Town, people in Arizona, peace and love. Peace and love to you in Detroit. Still ain't better than Chicago. You heard me, right, Rudy? What? Detroit still ain't better than Chicago. We got y'all. <laughs> All right, brother. I can't say that we ain't doing nothing. But hey, if, we, if we beat the shot, the Blackhawks out of it so I can talk about it. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for calling in and being on the show, Rudy. All right, brother. Peace. All right, you take care. And this is Jay Loving. My great guest today, like I said, you know, everybody out there, my callers and listeners for calling in. Thanks for being on Loving That Sports Talk. See you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.